Hey, here we go. Yeah, that works. All right, guys. Welcome back to episode eight, Story of Our Lives. Today I have a special guest here with me. It's not our normal Kobe that's here with us. It's someone much different. What's up? I'm the cunt ass bitch from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this yeah. is Jake here on episode eight with us. Um, we would like to begin the episode with a different way than normal. Um, Jake, I believe I owe you a bunch of apologies for the things that I had said on the previous podcast. Um, given the things that you were going through and things that you were dealing with, uh, it wasn't right for me to say those things, especially not make it public. It's not okay. I should have never said the things that I said. I said a lot of them, and I said all of them out of anger. I said all of them out of hurt because I, I was hurt, and none of it was true. And I shouldn't have said any of it at all whatsoever. It was definitely uncalled for, unnecessary, and was extreme, and I am deeply sorry for that. I appreciate the apology, but you know, I, I really don't blame you for being upset because you tried to reach out to me, but I closed myself off because I was going through kind of a lot of shit and I didn't really process it well. You know, a lot I like left my job for for reasons of just having my peace disturbed and regardless of what people think, it's a stupid decision. And it, it was a stupid decision to just do, but I think anyone in my position would have made the same same call that I eventually had to. But you know, I'm just gonna move forward from it, and we're gonna we're gonna be good because my situation isn't as dire. And if, as long as I just react, I can I can come back from it. It's all good. I've definitely been in harder situations before, so. But yeah, you know, my mom, my mom always. She always it's, taught me. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. You're fine. She always taught me that two wrongs don't make a right, and I'm not saying you were in the wrong or anything like that. But I should not have um, gone at you with even more energy than you have gone at me. I should have just respected your space and your privacy, and I should have just let you be to let you handle it. But I just want you to know, man. No matter what happens at the end of the day. We're friends. We've always we've we've been friends, and you will always be one of my best friends. And no matter what happens or what goes on, you know I got your back. And if you ever need a person to talk to or anything of the sort, I'm always going to be here for you. I appreciate it. Same goes, man. Like I love you like a brother, and you know brothers have disagreements and fights, and I think maybe that's why it stings so much when stuff like this happens. But at right. the end of the day, you know, it's better to just fuck up and move on and realize that life is life. Things are going to happen. Things won't always go as planned. And it's important I, to keep the people that have been with you through thick and thin, you know, because you know, those are the real ones, you know. I clo I shouldn't have closed myself off, but I'm so used to that. Uh, this isn't the first time I've been in this situation, and people I've known before were just quick to walk away from me when I needed people the most. So it's just kind of my gut reaction to where I don't want to drag people into my, my drama now. And I got to figure things out for myself because that's 
uh, I've always just just done because I don't really expect people to do things for me anymore because they'll just they'll just walk away from you. You know, like yeah. part of the reason why I used to be a drug addict because everyone thought I was doing that anyway before I was. So then I was like, yeah, everyone thinks I'm doing it anyway. So let's go. I don't do that stuff anymore. That's that's all in the past. But right. You know what? We we live and learn. And we adapt. It's what makes us humans. But the most important thing is that life is short. And like you said, the ones that stick by you through thick and thin are the ones that will always have your back. And it's important to keep them close. And I, I, I will be the first to admit I frequently lose sight of that. I do. I am definitely a type of person that also secludes himself from problems. Um, and I, it's not healthy. I shouldn't do that. I should definitely reach out more when there's a problem and just communicate with people and talk to them. Same not here, say, man. Not saying make my, my bullshit everyone else's problem, but for the people that are truly there for me that truly care, you know, I I should definitely reach out more to them and just let them know what's going on and just just vent, just vent to them, you know. Absolutely. Venting hurts a lot. It, it's hard to kind of like swallow your pride though and be that way you know it's not the easiest thing in the world because you gotta sit there and talk to people about your problems and can I, it's, can I be not, honest? it's not easy can i be honest with you go ahead i thought you were originally mad at me because of the night you called me and we were talking about the podcast i was like i wasn't trying to like shut you down at all i was just trying to kind of respect your opinions and your decisions and your ideas while also holding my own in the conversation. I wasn't trying to shut you down. And I feel so bad for for the, for the longest time. I thought that's what it was. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I feel bad. No, like, no, not that's, that's not even what it was. I was just trying to express like, what I could do to make this a success. That, right. wasn't, even it. that wasn't even, that, that was before. I, I was just like hammering. So I was just talkative. I like the oh, sauce because like, I'm an alcoholic. I know that <laughs> <laughs> I deserved that. I deserved that. Oh man, I, really I, like I, was, I had a good laugh about it. Actually, I wasn't even that like bad. <laughs> I had a good laugh about it. You know, I ran out of things to say when I was mad, so I was like, you know what? I'm a moderator. I can look at your comments on YouTube. I was I like. I can remove you as a moderator. Right. Oh, in my head, I was thinking, that's nothing to brag about, but that's a one-up because I made YouTube it a one-up. My YouTube channel ain't nothing to brag about. I never have a chat anyway. If the most someone comes <laughs> in, it's just... <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> no, for real, though. For anyone that likes to watch YouTube, if you like watching Fall Guys, Elden Ring, or anything of the sorts, any kind of gaming streams, go check out this guy's YouTube video, the not-so-famous YouTuber. His content is amazing. It's top tier. It's great quality. <laughs> I don't know about amazing, but I, no, I think it's pretty I, I good. I think it's amazing. And even when I was kind of hurt, I still watched your YouTube streams, dude. I enjoyed <laughs> watching them. I was sucked into them. I enjoyed watching it. The Elden Ring playthrough is a bit on hold for a bit because I, I really want to. I really want people to watch me get my ass kicked by it. You know, because my whole goal right now is like I was fighting Market for like 
two hours, and I'd come close, but I named my guy Fumbles, so I cursed it. Fumbles. He always fumbles. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. Close. I was sitting there fighting Margie. I was doing, like, jump attacks on him, trying to stagger him, and it wasn't working for the longest time, and I finally knocked his bitch ass down and reposted him, and I got so close, and then he just, I, I just couldn't. He came at me in all the right ways. I've been streaming Shit. a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 ranked play. Well, I didn't stream a lot. I restricted two I streamed two different streams of it. And I've gotta say, man, it's hard, it's good, and it's a lot of fun. But here's the problem I have with that. Call of Duty's kind of a janked ass game. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. You don't gotta tell me that, man. There's a lot of games out there that are absolutely perfect in their multiplayer, and that is not one of those games. It's got a lot of bugs or imbalances. But if you learn to roll with it, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I've had fun on Call of Duty. I used to be pretty good at like Black Ops, but I, I just I don't, I just don't have it in me to be a Call of Duty player. I have it in me to be a good like Souls player, which is surprising because that game has made me so so oh, happy. Dude. Call of Duty, Call of Duty makes me mad in a way where I just I just become irate. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do anything. Right. And it's dude, like I just grinded final mastery camo in that game, and after I've gotten to polyatomic for all my weapons, I no longer really got mad about dying about shit. I don't get Anytime that far in it at all. Anytime I die now, I'm just like, eh, I got Orion. <laughs> <laughs> I put in effort. almost 600 hours of gameplay in that game. I put in my effort. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> That's how I feel about Fall Guys, where it's like I have so many outfits now that, you know, so many, like, events I've participated in where it's like you got to win twice in this mode, twice in this mode, twice in this mode to get the points. And I'm like – so when I lose a game now, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I got my win today. I won today. I won a gave a hex a ring, you know. And I was just like, cool. You know, I played it very well. I screwed everyone else over and was like, yep, sweet. I'm good exactly. at a game where I, I feel like a god at that game when I win. But then it's like when I lose, I'm like, man, I get grabbed by like someone who's like 14 or something probably. And I'm like, that guy thinks he's the shit, man. You know what? <laughs> And I was going to say, uh, people here know my YouTube channel, Heavy Cream 69. They definitely Heavy need to check Cream out your... 69. <laughs> yeah, I, I renamed it after my Call of Duty ID. So uh, I, I feel like me and you at some point, probably not do today. Do you robot to you? No, no, you don't. Yeah, you sound a little robot -y. It's It's hard to... Hard to understand some of what you say. I got most of it, but I just wanted to. I don't know why robotty. Because of my end, I don't. It's probably the connection. It'll sort itself out, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. I just wanted to bring it up. So I appreciate you bringing it up because I would have known for the future. Well, it's it's probably because of all the rain over here too. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. You also live all the way down, like uh, in bumpfuck Egypt. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I didn't want to say exactly where you live, so I didn't know what to say. I will Circleville, Ohio, baby. Okay. So, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, probably not today. It'll probably be either tomorrow night or Wednesday. Me and you need to stream a game or a couple games of Fall Guys together. You have to bring me back into it, dude. Oh, man. I've been struggling, dude, because it's like... I've been working uh, on editing for it, and I've gotten a lot better. This season has been like... Um, 
they they've made like digital maps and stuff. They got like co-op maps. I'm not really a fan of the co-op maps because I never know what to do. Like <laughs> I'm always just wandering around aimlessly, and it always times out. And I'm like, all right. But then they created some like uh, new maps and their map creator for uh, for the new season. And some of them are hit and miss. Some of them are just lame, and some of them are just kind of annoying. Like they're not really hard, but I don't know. This is it's got a different feel to it, and I'm learning to appreciate it because they are fun once you learn the mechanics of them but there's some that are just like that was stupid that one was just easy and (laughs) you know but it's kind of annoying because for the longest time i couldn't like qualify on any of them i'm like what the hell is wrong with me and some of the finales there's one finale that's pretty good but there's a couple i'm not really a fan of not because i don't win on them just because i just don't think they're very very, very good. good to be classified as like a finale i don't know like i think they're they're going to this certain style that's making me not want to play it and it's like by the time i get like a regular finale like i was so happy to see hexabring because i've gone like two hours with just seeing like lost temple and i hate lost temple even when i win lost temple i never feel good about winning it and right. <laughs> they've all been like the hardest version of Lost Temple where it's like, oh, that door don't work and the door you think is going to work isn't going to work. So you're like, well, what, what now? Like, I'm already I'm screwed. I'm so far behind because somebody else has already just found the way and is so far ahead it don't matter. But, right. yeah. But uh, um, Hexa Ring, Hexagon, Jump Showdown. Jump Showdown I kind of hate a little bit just because I get grabbed. But when I'm in that mood where I'm just, all right, fine, I'll play the game. I'll grab too. You know, I've seen you. I've seen you come back for, to some great victories, though. Yeah, that one. Uh, I think my favorite one. I have to look and see if I have this still. My one is uh, the Kraken, Kraken Slam or whatever. I can't believe you fucking where, won that. Where I held that guy when they were winning the tentacle was like dragging yeah. down that. Whole part I was of there the for. Arena. I was spectating you. The guy was uh, grabbing me. <laughs> and uh, he didn't know where to go. I'm like, I didn't really know where to go, but I was just going to grab him and take him out with me. I wasn't letting him go. And so he jumped off and died. And I somehow miraculously jumped over to the other one right at the last second and lived. And as my body was flying up, the round went on a little bit after that, but as my body was like launched upwards in the air, like, you know, that winter screen flash, I was just like, yes. I did. <laughs> I uh, was a good victory. In the eye, to go fuck himself. It was a good victory. Um, moving on from games, though, man. You got anything? Any some? You got any some uh crazy stories you want to tell us, dude? Oh, anything man. that's ever happened that was just outright, justly like either funny or just absolutely crazy off the wall shit. Not, not off the top of my head. The funniest thing I've seen is Luffy's Gear 5, but you don't really watch One Piece. But not really. I've kind of been just kind of a recluse lately, just working Muscles, muscles, muscles. Muscle, 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 muscle. <laughs> it sounds like you say monkey, 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 monkey. Right. <laughs> it's, it's great. I love it. I'm not the biggest fan of One Piece, but that made me consider like rewatching it in a new light because I think I finally get why people like One Piece. But I've, I've literally like gone through so, a thousand episodes of that show. Haven't read the manga, but like gone through a thousand episodes of that show now. And I'm just like, there's parts of it I enjoy, and there's parts of it that I'm just like, get on with it. I'm so tired of the same freaking flashback. It's the worst with right. flashbacks. Like, like Naruto's bad. 
freaking like one piece like, every anime work. is bad but one piece is like you get 23 minutes in an episode and you're gonna spend half of it like it almost freaking, feels like they're notorious for it. it it's like the wax episode where he's like trapped in the wax by mr three who has the wax wax through and they're they're just trapped in wax for like 20 episodes it feels like it's like you keep watching to see if they're gonna get out and they never do <laughs> until, until they do but like luffy starts coming and he gets like hypnotized attack on titan like, <laughs> attack on titan had a lot of flashbacks too but theirs were yeah, actually were good. Really good yeah yeah no, like Attack on Titan was pretty good because, like, if you rewatch that show, man, it hits so different when you know like everything about it. it, it so, it's crazy. Should we tell the people about the Fourth of July? Uh, last year. Yeah. Because this year wasn't really. I shot off some fountains this year, but that was. Yeah. Should we tell them about last year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we can, uh, do you do you want to tell the story? You you probably I, remember it better I, than I do because I, I almost died. So I was in fighter. I was in flight mode. <laughs> I remember the whole thing in slow motion. I shit you not. Oh my god! So last year we lit off the Fourth of July fireworks at our house, right, and here in Circleville because we had we had a larger property. We decided to light them off in the front yard at the end of the driveway by the cornfield. These were pretty sizable fireworks, too. These weren't like, these yeah, were probably these the were most like, like $2,000, $3,000 worth of fireworks. It they was awesome. Huge. I'm surprised they were kind of legal, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just went in and bought them. I was like, oh, sweet. Look, fireworks. So. Essentially, we lit them off at the end of the driveway in front of the cornfield because that's always genius. And it mm -hmm. rained, what, the night before or earlier that yeah, day? Stamped. I wasn't worried about, like, it wasn't, like, so dry where the smallest spark was going was gonna right. to fire or anything. And by the time they come down, they're mostly – I'm always watching out for that. Right. Yeah. So it, we get off to lighten – we get off to lighten the fireworks and everything, and everything's going smooth, right? And then all of a sudden we see the church uh, down the street and a few blocks over from where my house is, like behind our house, was lighting off fireworks. So we stopped. We postponed we the fireworks a for a little and bit. We watched that because we could watch it for free. Yeah. So we watched it. And then all of a sudden you saw a mushroom cloud. This sorry. church. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A ball of flame <laughs> erupted ball, from right. this church. A, a, a ball of flame erupted from this church and literally turned into what looked to be like a mushroom cloud of nuclear waste. <laughs> like this church blew up. And all you see is, and I looked at Jake and I was like, oh, you know, those people either died or they're evacuating now. <laughs> Five minutes later, like 20 to 30 cars passed by our house, all coming from the direction of this church. Like and I'm like, I knew it. All at once. I'm so glad we stopped watching it. I hope no one got hurt, but I'm really glad we witnessed it. I hope no one got hurt too, but I think it was even funny because I looked at you and I was like, oh, you know all of them are from the church. And there's just constant people leaving. I couldn't process it very well. Like I was like, just the fact it, that and I was like, is that part of the show? I was like, oh, shit, dude. That's like, they, they just, the malfunction or something happened because they just lost it yeah. all. Someone <laughs> had to have gotten injured at least. At least. Somebody probably got fired from their fireworks job. Probably. 
Yeah, it's but they say, all... It's hard to say whose fault it was. If it was just like uh, an accident, because sometimes like fireworks, as we're about to go into probably, with the way the story is going, sometimes they right. don't work the way you think they're <laughs> right. going to work. Sometimes accidents happen, you know? <laughs> no one should really be judged for an accident. It's all just an accident. Right. I think, if anything, the church got lucky. Either we got lucky or the church got lucky compared to each oh, other. We, we, we like, definitely got lucky because we both almost yeah. died. Yeah. Man, so right? people start driving by the house. Okay. We go, okay, well, time to light up more fireworks. We start lighting them off. And then what was it? Was it 150-round fireworks that we lit off? Oh, I think it was like 300 or something. It, it was, was like a three size ball. Like 300. We- it was like a 300-round firework we lit off, this giant rectangular square base. So I'm going to say – I'm, I'm going to sit here and say this right now, right? The reason this firework malfunctioned was because it was wet. <laughs> it got wet. The lady, when I bought it, was like, don't let him get wet. But I looked at it. I was like, yeah, it looks fine to me. And it looks dry. It looks yeah, dry. It, it looked okay it. to me, like – but like I didn't know, like when she got wet, I was like, "Oh, just don't like get him soaked." Like she didn't like really go into like a whole lot of detail. She's like, "Oh, just don't let him get wet." And I'm like, "All right, easy enough." But it was like kind of humid, and I was kind of looking at him, so I took him out of the box and kind of left it outside. It was the only one I left outside, so that must have been the reason why. Is because yeah, wet. <laughs> I probably we we had some um miscalculations <laughs> on our end. So we go. Who was it that lit it? Was it me, you, or Riley? It was. Uh, I'm so like we, we, we let your sister freaking light it off. Yeah, uh, yeah. So she, Riley she, went up there and lit this thing. A jerk though, because she ran away. She knew something was wrong and ran away immediately. But that was our fault. We shouldn't have let her light that off. Like we, right. we should have been more She was, mind that. you. She was 13 at this time, and we let her light this 300-round firework off at the end of our driveway in the gravel. Okay, she's not, so, she's not stupid though. That's why I didn't like. That's why I let her like. I'm her like, age. Uh, light stuff up because she's not like freaking stupid. She's not like your typical like 13-year-old. She's pretty smart. Yeah, she's definitely highly intelligent for someone her age. So, knowing my sister, she didn't tell any of us that she saw something wrong. She lit it and she booked it. She booked it to us, and she stood by us, and we're all watching it, and she stops running. She starts walking at this point towards us, and the fireworks go off, and I look at Jake, and this thing falls over, and all we saw <laughs> fireworks fly past us and towards the center of our yard. I was like, oh, shit, Jake, and I turn around, and I booked it. <laughs> I should have started running way sooner. I have seen three other fireworks fly past my face. I look back. And I see Jake midair jumping over a firework. One went past like him on his man. left. <laughs> one went past his face on his left. One went right underneath of him as he jumped and is coming at me. And I don't see Riley anywhere. So I'm in full on John Wick panic mode looking around and I see <laughs> Riley already in the garage. This bitch, let me tell you. She knew something was wrong. She walked towards us, and after the first she, fireworks she told lit me off, she knew something was wrong. She's right. like, yeah, as soon as I lit it, I knew something was wrong. Right. And she after proceeded to do nothing. She walked to act like nothing was wrong. <laughs> after the first firework fired at our house, she was already in the garage before either of us, and we were closer to the garage than her. Oh. She was hiding behind <laughs> her car. 
Walker, which was behind my dad's truck, and I ran, moved right past her, and Jake, as I'm watching, is still running and jumping over fireworks like they're dodgeballs. Oh, I, I wasn't just I wasn't jumping in that moment. I for sure was losing a leg or something. Right. And it was like I'm not kidding. It was like watching bullets fly past this dude in slow motion. It was like the Matrix. This dude was my, my dodging. Ears were ringing. It was like uh, in that war movie when like, you know, someone experiences combat for the first time and their ears start ringing, like they get hit with a grenade. <laughs> And their ears start ringing. That's how I felt in that Absolutely. moment. It was like everything was just like, oh shit. To express it, it was like a PTSD war zone moment. Okay, you are in the middle of the battlefield, and you turn around to see your friend is dodging bullets, fireworks, bombs, grenades. Things are exploding under his feet, out beside him, flying past him, and at you. And this guy, I shit you not, has jumped over at least three or four fireworks in the process of running to that garage and was dodging them like he was in the Matrix, just watching them fly past him. And I am <laughs> shitting myself right now watching this. And I just can't fathom the idea of how he knew they were coming at him. I'll tell you what, you make it sound a lot. You make me sound a lot cooler than I felt because <laughs> I, I was like, I made like seem cool, and collective, and I was freaking out. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and we, he finally got to us, and we were just standing behind the cars as we were watching our house get bombarded by fireworks. And guess what? <laughs> no damage was done to the yard or to the house, but we I certainly almost got killed in the process. I can't believe I can't believe that. I, I really can't believe we just came out of that unscathed. I'm happy about it though. Like <laughs> I think back I think back to it a lot. I'm like, I was really close to losing a limb. I was really close to becoming an amputee. And thank God, you know. If God you know anything about me in that work, moment, because he let me make all the right moves in all the right places there. <laughs> if you know anything about a firework, it's basically an RPG, a rocket propelled grenade, because they have gunpowder in them. Mm -hmm. But they're supposed to go up and not at <laughs> Right, they're supposed to go up. <laughs> That's the difference. Well, they went up all right, went up and came back down and fell over and shot at us. 300 rounds of RPGs firing at our fucking house. And we came out of that unscathed. No damage to us, no damage to the cars, and no damage to I'm the house. It didn't like damage the truck in any way. I heard it hit the truck. I heard like three of them hit the truck. I feel like, you know, I heard, I definitely heard one go oh, and yeah. then saw it. And then, and I heard shit. it. Too, I'm sitting there all right. behind it, like taking cover behind it. Like, in front what of the makes truck, it even it's, it's, is that after the whole incident, it was just like raining ash for like an hour. Oh, yeah. It was just firework pieces fall down from the sky and hitting shit. You know, it was just ashes of fireworks and raining shrapnel for an hour at our house. And I was. It was one of those miracles that happened. Like, wow, this is the most memorable thing to ever happen on Fourth of July. I, we watched the church I haven't forgotten a, it. <laughs> we, we watched the church go up into a ball of flames and a mushroom cloud. Literally got blown up, and then we got shot at by RPGs. We were, all, we were like laughing at them. We were like, "Ha, oh, fucking idiot, stupid!" And then that happened, and we're like, "Yeah, you know, we probably had that coming a little bit." Karma definitely bit us in the ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I still have both my legs. I wish we would have gotten that on camera, dude. I really do. Yeah, that I bet was, you uh, Ryan has it on camera somewhere. I bet you she does.
knowing her, she videotapes anything that happens that should not have happened. Or how about the time <laughs> that we lit me and Riley on fire by accident? I didn't light you and Riley on fire. I you guys lit each other on fire because you were being stupid <laughs> and irresponsible. So my dad said, why not use gasoline on a campfire? So we poured gasoline and the gasoline canister turned into a flamethrower. Like a time bomb. And and she just holds on to it like she's stupid. And I'm like, I fucking take it. She like dropped it. I took it and fucking yeeted it in case it exploded because she tossed it right at me. I didn't think. I just got rid of it. I was on fire. A this bit too. But I patted myself out because I was like, whatever. To be clear, you think we'd learn after the first time? This happened on two separate occasions. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe time. it. I just was always like, every time from watching it, watching you two try to light this fire, I was like, Fuck it. I'm going to just let him kill themselves. I'm going to let them ignite up the flames because nothing I say to them is getting through. So I'm going to let them learn. They didn't learn the first time. They didn't well, learn the second time. So we were just going to listen to my dad even though we know he shouldn't have. So the first time I did it following my dad's orders and I carried around a time bomb that was spitting out flames at the end, threw it and he's like, Pick it up. So I picked it up, nervous as fuck, and ran over to a pallet. Didn't even put the fire out. I just sat it there. And then the second time around, Riley comes along, and I leave for five seconds to go get a fucking chair. I come back out, and she's got a gasoline canister. I was like, Riley, don't do it. We did it the first time, remember? And she poured it, and not only did the fire... <sighs> flamethrower in the gasoline canister it also splashed yes it had a splash effect and, and apparently i got lit on fire and didn't know and so did riley part of her shirt and part of her pants were on fire she didn't know she walked the canister after throwing it at jake and throwing it on the ground telling her to pick it up she walked it back over to the garage and i'm on fire and jake's like uh you're on fire and I looked down, and my, dad, <laughs> and my pants were on fire. I'm sitting there trying to put it out, and Riley's laughing while she's literally on fire. Riley's just a psychopath. I worry Dude. about her. She's got to be. She was laughing at me on fire while she herself was also on fire. I, I only laughed about it when everything was cool, but I, I, I was kind of like, oh, boy, my friends are going to die, and that's not going to be a good look for me. I'm right. the survivor. They're both just in flames. I'm like, hey, I, I told them not to do it. You want to know what the worst part was? Despite all of that, despite how huge and how much fire was happening, when it came to actually starting a long-term fire, it was fucking worthless. Dude, it was so hard to start the fire at our little bonfire area at our house. It's unreal. But yet somehow... When we get it going, it just becomes massive at some point and typically out of control. That's because when I that's because when I sit there and just take control over it and do it my way, like I try to do every time I go down there to do it. But you're all your dad's always like, really, I want to blame you guys, but your dad, your dad talks a lot of shit. So I'm not giving you guys all the blame. But. Every time I do it, I'll sit there, just set it up. I'll put some kids. And you know me and Riley. And see that like, and put a like, little kick with my dad. Like I was in Boy Scouts for four years. Dad? You know, like uh, I know, but I don't oh, want to argue with my dad who thinks he's right about everything. So we still did it anyway. I just be <laughs> like, okay, dad, and then walk out and do it my way. You're like, right? But, I you know, know. That's how you deal with that. 
remember the one time Dak came out with the gasoline canister and did it himself, and nothing went wrong. And he says, he goes, "See, that's how you start a fire," and walks away with the gas canister. I'm like, how? We did it, and we had a splash effect where both of us turned it on fire, and <laughs> I had a flamethrower. Well, you, you, you guys are always chaotic and stupid about it, because you asked Riley to do anything, and Riley's just like, oh, I don't know how to do it. And you're like, come on, just do it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really have faith in her, because she doesn't have faith in herself in this moment. You know, she's but like, she's no, like, I can't lift it, because I'm like 13 or 14. She's also she kind of like lazy. Like, she knows how to do stuff, and she'll play dumb and try not to do it. And I'm like, this is a good, this is gonna be a disaster. And I'll just sit back and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just watch. I'm gonna let this play out because if they die, I'm not gonna be held responsible for it. I'm just gonna be like, you know, they just set themselves on fire. I, I did not do anything. <laughs> I, I just sat here like there was nothing I could do. They just both went up in flames. It was just a ritualist, ritualistic <laughs> suicide, spontaneous combustion. I'll share a stupid moment of mine in the fire, you know. And I knew this was a bad decision, but I was also kind of like, I want to see what happens a little bit because I'm a little bit of a psycho myself. So, like, I, I remember I went out with your sister out to the fire pit. She had the gasoline, and I watched her drench, drench this piece of cardboard with gas. And I, I, I sat remember. there, and I fucking had a grow lighter, and I like there was wood. I thought it would work. I thought it'd be fine. I, I freaking like lost half an eyebrow, and my coat. I was wearing like my dad's jacket, and it went up in flames a little bit. So I took it off. And my, didn't that happen right when I was trying to grab those chairs? Uh, I think you you were not you were not outside at that point. When that happened, I was I was grabbing something and I remember coming back out and you told me you lost like what? half an eyebrow. And I go, what you the know, fuck? You happened? know what happened? You know what happened though? You know what makes me different? It's I learned my lesson from it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it once. It was like, all right, I'm not gonna be that irresponsible again. Like, but part of me was like, but the flame that it went up in this huge fucking fireball, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool though. But then I was like, oh crap, I'm on fire. I better do something about that. We don't. We don't shame though. We don't shame though. <laughs> like, <laughs> mistakes are made. I'm always down there. You know, I'm down there for a good time. So you know, I got a beer in my hand, and I'm like, you know, I'm feeling pretty cocky because I'm like buzzing at this point. So I'm not thinking with my full brain. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention. If it didn't make matters worse, we were drinking every time we had a bonfire. Not Riley, but like me and Jake. I wouldn't drink a lot because I don't drink a lot, but like I'd have a couple and he would have a couple. I'm having one right now because I'm an alcoholic. So. I feel like it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. To be fair, though, you do work out now and you do exercise and all that. I'll cut you some slack on that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I bought this freaking, uh, I bought this like piece of equipment. I got my bench. I'm actually in my garage right now just because I had my computer set up out here anyway because I was working out for like two hours. I meant to go take a shower, but I just got like caught up and like working out. So I was like, I was doing like, I drank this pre workout. It was like fucking nuts, man. I just, I got so much energy. It's got so much caffeine in it. It cannot be good for you, but you know, it definitely helps with your gains and stuff. But, you know, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I don't know if I'll, I'll use it going forward when it's gone. But I got some left. Real quick, to turn on the AC. Oh, 
I don't I don't need to do all that. Oh god. I know, I know, it's loud. I just need some AC on. Like it's hot. There we go. Can you hear the AC? No, not really. Okay, I'm happy then. Can you hear it now? No. Okay, I'm happy then. That makes me really happy yeah. because I it's hot as fuck. After that rain hit, it was real humid and the heat came out. I, I, I turned to tell like sometimes I feel like I hear it a little bit, but it's not it's not that bad. I just turned it on here. I'll turn it down to two. I'm okay with it at two. I just turned it on. So but yeah. God, what else can we talk about? It's hard to talk about stuff. <sighs> How about the time? Okay. I will say this. It's not happening frequently. It, it's not happening now. It's in the past. Okay. It's not trespassing anymore. How about the time we went in the graveyard? Yeah, that was kind of like cool. It's uneventful. I was hoping to see like a ghost or something. Where we it like, was, I like rolled under the, rolled under the fence, and you're like, ah, oh, Mitchie. <laughs> like, oh, Dude, you might, you might like this. Uh, the Octagon House has tours. I think like every Friday, and it's like a real haunted house. Like they do, like mm. it's like tour they do like a flashlight tour and all that and you get to see like video cam footage of the stuff that they record and you get to like just just kind of stuff they show you all the like equipment they have throughout the house that monitors like the activity there and everything i didn't know if you wanted to go to that at some point but i feel like it'd be cool. I, I, I would love to i would love to go to that because i'm not <laughs> like scared like everyone else is of the paranormal hell yeah i would love to go to it too i've been trying to find something for a long time I'll have to figure out what the next tour dates are for. To get my charger. I hope I don't disconnect from my phone. Ugh. I'll have to uh, figure out when the next tour is. That would mean you can get together and go to it. Yeah, that'd be cool. I definitely would like to. Be cool. I, would I haven't too. gone on a ghost adventure in a while. So I've never yeah, on many ghost adventures, but every time I do, I always see something weird. Like I went to yeah. uh, one of the. Recently, and we didn't. But I was at work, and I was telling my boss, like while it was all going down, I was like, "Oh, I hope, I hope there's a tornado." You could see like the wind was blowing real hard. It was raining. It started to get real cold out. I was like, "Oh, I hope it's a tornado." He goes, "Why? Why?" I'm trying to get home safe. I was like, "Cause I need to go storm chasing." Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so, like, like I, I always picture it this way, right? A tornado, it comes down, right? If you see it form, you know, because storm chasers will chase it in kind of a, a square. I'm not sure how far away they are from it, but it, I, I figure, like, if you go in a square, you can easily outmaneuver it. So it's like, you got to gamble on it. You watch it form. Say you're in a field, right? Right. You know, and you see it form, and you're like, all right, I can go this way. I can go around it that way. As long as you know where you are and you're, Good. You want to be farther than you think you want to be around. Yeah. It's all easier said than done. But like, you watch it go down, <laughs> and then you know you watch it form, and you got to gamble. Like, if it doesn't look like it's moving, you need to move because it's coming at you. But if you if you circle back around it, you know you might be good. You got a seventy. If you're going at it in the angle of a square, you got a seventy-five percent chance it's going the other way. And then you can just kind of. Follow it at your kind of go around. You know, you don't want to get too close because the breeze a bitch. You know, I've seen stories where people get 
go buy debris and it will lift up. So you got to. I want to be a reporter that was in Florida during the hurricane that happened and got smacked by the stop sign. I want to be that person. (laughs) That's going to hurt. Uh, minus getting smacked by the stop sign, but I want to be that person out in the storm. No fucks given. I'm recording. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a totally bad idea, but I, you know, no guts, no glory. Exactly, I agree. I, I think Columbus is overdue for a tornado. We haven't had a tornado. We've come close. You know, you guys have it, had it's like, in a while in a few years. No, it's been. Um, been kind of like bare but to the point it's like they go off and i'm looking at the weather i'm like yeah we're good we're, we're fine like it's circleville has them uh at least once a year somewhere around here last year my sister's school got destroyed and they had to rebuild it so <laughs> i always wish a tornado would hit my school the year before that like, yeah, there was a tornado to to school. that formed over top of my dad's house and right before it touched down it just kind of dissipated it was pretty cool that's about as close as that we've gotten. And that was when I was like a kid and my mom woke me up. It was yeah. like, oh, the funnel cloud and she made me go pee. And then I went it down to the It also depends on like where in Columbus you are. Oh, it was like right over our house. But granted, oh. I, honestly, I feel like because storms move. So if it's like over your house, it's going to move away from you. So I don't know. I feel yeah. like that's, you know, as long as it like, when it forms, it's either going to be really shitty because it forms on top of you, but at least you get it out of the way early, and then you're you're good as long as you're not stupid. Right. Right. I had a picture right. of one that formed right up top of my dad's house. It's real pretty. Inside the it. eye it's of the storm. Cool. Yeah, it was purple inside the eye of the storm. I've never seen that before. It was so cool. My mom went to Puerto Rico, and she sent me a picture of a water spout. Dude, the, the I don't ocean. care who you are. Those things are terrifying up close. When I was in Florida, I was seven years old with my mom. We were waiting for these fucking roller coasters at Disneyland. Disney World. My bad. Disney World. Orlando, Florida. Coasters, we were waiting there all day. And then they closed everything. Storm shelters were opening. They're like, oh, we're about to get like a hurricane or tornado or whatever. Because my mom was always about going at the end of hurricane season. Biggest deals you can get. So it's not quite over yet, so you get a good deal going down there, but you're at the end of it, so the chances are unlikely of it happening. We're waiting there. My mom's like, oh, you might want to put these on. I was like, why? And all of a sudden, like these 55-mile-per-hour winds were bashing us, coming right through the parks. I was like, definitely, They're definitely shutting down every roller coaster. Yeah. I was Mom, what is going on? And she's holding my hand. She goes, just stay close to me and your dad. It'll be all right. And I'm panicking. <laughs> me, seven-year-old me, autistically dumb as fuck, wanders off. Wanders off. I, I didn't weigh very much as a kid either, so I could have just been uprooted and taken off by the wind. <laughs> I was a storm dream. Because I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, it's flooding. Oh, my God. And all of a sudden, a water spout started forming out of it. And I started screaming for my mom. And I was getting rain, sewer water in my mouth, in my uh, eye, in my hair. It was blowing me across the sewer drain pipe everywhere. My mom was laughing. I started freaking out. So I was like, Mom, help me. The Disney World employee is sitting back snickering. And I'm getting mad. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm inside this water spout. 
literally inside of it. And if you don't know what it is, it's literally a tornado, like a small tornado made of water. I'm not it's sure people tornado. know what a water spout is. It's like a whirlpool on land. <laughs> Dude, I saw, I, saw, I saw something really exciting. I got really excited about it on the news earlier. I got cheered. I cheered because it made me so happy. One of my favorite movies is coming back to theaters. Can you guess what that movie is? What is it? Take a guess. Guess. Oh, God. Coming back to theaters. Is it uh, Godzilla? No. Versus Kong 2? No, no, that's not. That's coming back. It's an old movie. A lot of people hate it. A lot of people hate it because it's one of the stupidest movies that's ever. Oh, then I have no out. idea. Then it's a uh, fucking Sharknado. Really? It's oh, I've got to yeah. watch it. I've got to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man, we can go get the movie theater experience. I just farted. We can go get the movie theater <laughs> experience with Sharknado, and it will be great. The it's so great. They made like Dude. two more movies I haven't watched yet because I was like, they made two more movies. Two fucking more. I'm not no. even going to lie, man. <laughs> like, I think when I was younger, I had more terrifying experiences because I was so young and I was scared of everything. And I think, I'm not going to lie, Orlando was like my biggest op. It was my biggest enemy. <laughs> because <laughs> there was one year we went with my grandma. It was me, my grandma, uh, my grandma no no is what I called her because she always told me no 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 and waved her finger. My dad, no, 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 no. my sister Brooke, and my mom. And there was one ride; it was the Jaws ride, and we were on the boat. And my mom was like, "Just sit next to me." Or oh, sit next I was to scared of, ro- of roller coasters as I. As it a wasn't kid. even a roller coaster, bro. Wasn't even a roller coaster. I was so again. I was seven. All these events that have happened. Or when I was seven, it was the most. It was the worst time I ever had in Florida. Was when I was seven going there. This was before fucking Riley was born, literally right before. And they tricked me to get on this Jaws ride, and I I knew it was Jaws. I was like, I don't like it. I don't like Jaws. Like, just get on the ride. We find the next grandma. Nothing's gonna happen. I said, okay. She's like, I promise. There's no jump scares. I was like, okay. So I sat behind my mom and dad. It sat next to my grandma. I should not have listened to him. And the guy is acting like we're on like a safari kind of, but he's like at the front of the boat, like guiding the boat, you know, and it's literally just like this giant pool that has a boat in it. And he's like, all right, guys, I think I see something in the water. And I looked at my grandma and I was like, oh, no. She goes, no, 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 me. I was like, Grandma, I don't like this. I want to get off. She's like, how are we going to get off? I took the ramp off. How are you going to get off? You going to swim back? I thought there's something in the water. I was like, Grandma, don't tell me that. No, no. <laughs> you probably made you probably made every oh, other God. like passenger stage. And, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> I started crying and panicking. All you heard was this loud pound real hard. And water starts filling the boat. I was like, Mom, Mom, I want to get I was there. Oh, dude. It was all animatronic. It was all animatronic, okay? I didn't know that. But, like, the boat was, like, bitten in half, and you saw this great white shark come out of the fucking water. This animatronic great white shark. And I started panicking. And I was, like, (laughs) seven years old, shitting my pants, crying in this fucking boat. 
So I had shitty pants on, a raincoat, crying in a <laughs> The church scared me, and they planned it. And I got off that bitch, and I did not talk to my parents the rest of the day for tricking me onto that roller coaster. And I was so mad. And later that day, we went out to eat, and I got food poisoning. So I was oh, really <laughs> I was really mad, man. We were there for a week, and it was the worst week of my life. COVID <laughs> was better than that. I was a jump scare around every fucking corner when I went on vacation with them when I was seven years old. Jump scare around every corner, and I hated it. I got a, I got, a, I got a similar story, but not as uh, embarrassing. But uh, when I was uh, kind of young, you know, I was just tall enough now to like ride the rides. Right, I went to Kings Island, and uh, <laughs> and man, like I was there with my parents and family, and my grandpa and my grandma and stuff. It's like family vacation week. Went down there. And my mom was like, hey, you want to ride the beast? And I'm like, no, not really. It looks scary. <laughs> and I'm just looking at, like, how tall it is. And she's like, come on, we'll get, let's get in line. And I'm like, she forces me into this line after I'm like, no, no, I don't want to ride. And she's like, come on. And I'm like, fine. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this looks awful. I don't want to be on this. Like, this is, like, my first big boy roller coaster. And I'm like, man, this looks terrible. You know, it's, it goes so high because I'm like, it doesn't go as high. Like, now it wouldn't scare me. But, like, back then when, you know, you barely meet the requirement, the height requirement. I'm not the tallest oh, yeah. guy in the world anyway. <laughs> so, like, you barely meet the height requirements and every adult towers over you. you you're you just looking at this first hill and it's like, this is awful. I don't want to be on this. And so the line, like, my anxiety starts going up. Like, as I get further on, I get nervous, you know. I'm like, damn, man, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to get on this. I don't, don't want to get on this. But I'm not voicing my concerns out loud. This is all like internal dialogue. Like I, on the surface, I probably look rather calm and like, eh, whatever. So I get on it, and we didn't sit in like the front seat, but like the whole time, well, when it goes, it starts going like faster than it looks. It's like, oh shit, and it starts climbing up the hill. I'm like, why did I get on this? Why did I get on this? I can't get off of it now. Like I could have just got, I could have just. I could have just walked away. I could have just walked away. And it starts climbing up and up. And, like, you know, like, you know, I realize now as an adult, like, and being an avid fan of roller coasters, I want to ride every roller coaster I can possibly ride now. That's how I view it because I like roller coasters. I got over my shit with them. But they're a lot of fun. But back then, as like going up, I couldn't, like, voice my scream because, like, you start going down, like, the wind goes into my pipes. So it's like, Ah, I can't fucking scream. So I'm just sat there in silence with my face making me look like I'm constipated as I go down this hill. My mom looks at me and it's like, scream, scream, let it out. And and I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, I, I just, like, I tried, I did a little bit, but it didn't help. I was used to go like that fast. And I was terrified. I didn't get on another roller coaster for the longest time. I wish, I wish it was different because I really enjoyed them. Like, the last time I went to Cedar Point, man, I was riding everything, like, over there. The only thing I didn't get to ride down there was, like, Steel Vengeance and a couple of the lamer wooden, like, roller coasters. I didn't get to ride. We were walking up to ride it. Me and my cousin were walking up to ride it. And uh, then it went down for maintenance. And I was just like, it's kind of a pain in the ass to ride because you can't wear glasses. I wear glasses. You know, and I don't, I put, like, you know, 
like fucking my glasses and like zipper pockets or I'd have him hold on to it because sometimes I wasn't wearing zipper pockets and he had like some zippers. So I gave it to him. I was like, here, put that in there. You know, but like we went there, we were riding stuff in the front seat. We got on the power tower, which was kind of lame going to that one after uh that's the one that takes you straight up and then drops you straight right. down. Uh, but that's like that's not like the scariest part about that is they'll just let you hang there for a minute. You're like you'll just go up and you'll start seeing like the roller coasters that you've ridden throughout the day. Like you'll you'll start seeing the top of their like first dropping. Like huh, this, I I really question why I got on this because you, you they just give you so much time to think about it, and that's the scariest part. The drop happens and they hold you in with like over the shoulder like straps and like a seatbelt and stuff, of course. So you're not going anywhere. You're not leaving that compartment really like. And uh, you go down though, but and your ass leaves the seat like you're at zero G, like you, you you're like weightless because you go down, but you reach a point where you can't fall any faster, and eventually your body will catch up to you. But it's such a short ride, like they'll drop you and then they'll slowly drop you. It's kind of kind of lame. Max Air was the ride that I really enjoyed because I remember waiting in line for that, just being like, Why am I getting on this? What's wrong with me? Haven't I had enough? Like what? Why? Why? Why do I want to get on this? Like every part of me is like, this is a bad idea, dude. This is a bad idea, man. Like, what if, if this thing just disconnects? You're going right into Lake Erie. It, it, you're drowning because they're just bolted in into the thing. And I get on it, and you could barely move once they like put you in it. Like you maybe like grab up and grab like they can't help. But that's like my favorite favorite ride that isn't a roller coaster there. Because you want to know something, and you'll fucking go higher and higher to the point you're almost just upside down, and it, it's wild. You get some good news out of it. You want to know something really contradicting and also kind of stupid about me? So Shoot. I used to ride Ohio State Fair rides and Zucchini Festival rides and all that, no problem when I was younger. Mind you, I have motion sickness and all that other shit. Like, there was one where you had to stand up on and strap in, and it went in this circle. And it was everyone lined up in a circle, and it would rotate downward, back normal, and then down on the other mm-hmm. side. And I love that ride so much. I can go on it, like, four or five times in a row. I've watched people vomit on each other on that ride, and everything it was so gross. <laughs> but I cannot do roller coasters. And some normal attractions I can't do, and I am mortified of because I have so bad emotion sick. I bought a VR, too, for my PlayStation. It's helped me a lot with my emotion sickness, surprisingly. That should get prescribed as a medication and as a way to improve motion sickness, but they don't. No one no one does that, but it does work. It does uh, work. That, Take I mean, word it, for it. It, it bothers some people with motion that have motion sickness. It bothers me. The more you do it, the more you get used to it and the better you overcome the motion sick. That's what I'm saying. You know, and to this day, I, I still can't do roller coasters, though. I feel kind of bad because I could have a full conversation with you on a roller coaster. I, <laughs> I'm just uh, like, <laughs> you, I used to be so lightweight that I, instead of shifting around in the seat, I'd afraid I'd fall right out. Not so skinny, and now yeah. I'm, I'm not like so skinny anymore. But I'm where I should be in weight as a person who's 23 years old, and I still, instead of like falling out, now I'm heavy enough to stay there but i shift across the seats and squish people and now my fear is i'm gonna fly out the side of this bitch <laughs> so <laughs> it's like i can't wait for a motion stick 
that's how I feel on the Raptor. There was a moment I was trying to make the uh, Kage Bunshin no Jutsu hand sign, the Shadow Clone Jutsu hand sign from Naruto to get on the camera. I was on the Raptor. When they listen to this, they're gonna know we are. I was on a, I was on a, I was on the Raptor, so I was making now. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd, and I'm proud to be a nerd, man. You know. But so I, yeah. I was doing the hand sign to get it on the camera to be like, I'm not a bitch. I'm not just grabbing onto the things anymore. Like I'm enjoying the ride to the fullest. But it was kind of loose. The front part was kind of loose. There was no danger to me falling out, but I could push it back a little bit. And, and it's kind of scary because you're like, whatever. But what you got to like a roller coaster is like one of the safest places you can honestly be because if there's a safety issue, the ride will operate. I got the My ride operator. How experience. many roller coaster like, we've had in the past seven years <laughs> but i'm saying you have more of a chance to statistically to die on the way to an amusement park than die at the amusement park yeah statistically gonna, yeah. yeah you know so i mean it doesn't help but you know shit happens and shit will always happen and it's unfortunate when you go to a park and just want to have a nice day and something tragic like that happens but you know you got to it's, it doesn't happen as often as you think it does in right. ways that you can determine whether something's safe. Sometimes freak shit happens, but, you know, there's way, like, you know, I always, like, when I'm in line for a roller coaster, I'm like, God, oh, everyone's coming back good. Everyone's coming back okay. Like, you know, and it's going back and over and over. And if, like, people aren't freaked out, they're not shutting it down. Most of the time when they shut it down, you know, it's due to a safety regulation that makes it shut down automatically. And once that right. regulation is fixed, it'll it'll open back up. Because if there's something even remotely wrong, no matter how small, how big, it'll shut down automatically. I did a lot of research on this, so I kind of sort of know what I'm talking about. But I don't know everything about it. But I kind of do know what I'm talking about a little bit. Most rides will just operate themselves as they go. And oh. they're, they're, they're a lot safer than they look. Can I tell you something about what happened on our most recent visit to Florida? So when we were in Disney World, you don't see smoking areas like designated smoking areas anywhere, mm -hmm. and it's weird. No, nah, you gotta you gotta go you gotta leave the park to go smoke. Right? No, that's not true. That's not true. I've talked to them. They do have some areas that are designated for smoking, but they don't have a sign next to them. And on top of that, there's they no do sign. They heavily discourage it. They do. But there's also not a single sign in the park that says no smoking. Mm. Not a single one. And so people were hitting their vapes. And, this one, and I was coming over to this area that we could hit our vape. And the one lady came up to this dude who was walking and hit it and was like, you can't do that here. You need to leave or some other shit like that. He goes, what? Why? There's no mm. signs. She's like, you need to leave, bitch. Like a fucking employee of Disney World said this to me. And I was like, are you fucking for real? We almost got kicked out of Cedar Point, uh, me and my cousin, because we were like, we were in this like empty area. And we're like, no, oh, OK, like this area is like clear. I like, you know, maybe we could like smoke here. Security guard walked up to us. He's like, no, you guys got to leave. It was like, dude, we're sorry. Like, we didn't know. We thought we like could do this here. We thought we were like out of the park because we had gold passes. We could come and go as we please. We went through like three days in a row. It was awesome. And uh, I wish we could have gone more because I had a food plan and like everything, like gold passes. It just I felt like a freaking VIP when I was there. We just dude, it. it's like no, Disney you can just, well, you can go out the Lake Erie exit and do it, but you gotta go do it out there. And I'm like, ah, Disney World this year, 
their employees and standards have fallen real low, dude. Like, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of instances this year when we were in Disney or when we were in Orlando. Like, the amusement parks there, all of them, all together. wasn't just Disney World. It was There was, like, the uh, Islands of Adventure, um, Universal, and Disney World are the ones that we went to. And all of them had, like, some very rude and inappropriate employees. Their mm-hmm. standards so low like they're it's not surprising they're, they're all like um there there's a lot of seasonal positions that like theme parks i don't know how disney world works but i know how cedar point works king's island works the same way they're they like, they're, their employees don't get like paid enough because they're seasonal and it's sad because you know it, it, it's a very low wage job especially at the columbus zoo like a lot of seasonal positions like you're not gonna get the highest grade people that are there to work. I was, I, I enjoyed my time working at the zoo. I thought it was fun. People would call me, sir, without adding, you're making a scene. You need to leave. You know, like I, you know, I actually felt like responsible. This, it was a cool job, but it doesn't pay like nearly enough. It's weird. Cause you would think that about these other parks. I went to like universal islands adventure and Disney world, right? You, you think that when you get signed on there, your contract is so long, it's unreal. Basically, you have to stay in character at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, staff members are supposed to respect all people, and there's hidden code mm-hmm. words and code sentences that you use to signify different mm-hmm. things. And you have to be able to remain your ground while being polite and make sure no other customers notice when there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these employees right. of all these parks this year just did not give a fuck. And they're full-time employees all year round. Like, they did not give a fuck. And they There's were probably, just, like, oh. reasons for that. They, they probably go through a lot. It's, it's, it's well, a pretty stressful was, job, I too. I was reading reports about Disney and their guest attractions. And same with Universal and Islands Adventure. I was reading reports of their attractions, uh, their employees, their rides and stuff, and some things that were closing, opening, the way their employees were treating people, the way their prices are going up or fluctuating, and the quality of their stuff. It was a chaotic mess, the things I were reading. And I was like, well, we're going anyway. I'll experience it for myself. And those reviews were not lying. Like, it was bad. Yeah, was really it's, it's, it's unfortunate that you had that kind of, like, experience. Hopefully no one was, like, super rude to you. I always tried to keep my. Cool I had a couple was, that were. Rude I, I had to me a few and, people. I had a few had, people that I dealt with. I had this one guy. I asked this. Um, this one guy just came up and just decided to like want to ruin my day or something. He kept. I forget what it was. He was. I like. I, I like. I had gone like. I, I didn't have my phone on me because I couldn't just outright look at my phone. So I went like you know what I do is like I'd ask like uh, a guest like. It's like, do you have do you happen to have the time or something like real quick? And they did usually just be like, tell me the time, and I'd be like, all right, cool, you know. And but this one guy, like, he just I don't know, like, he didn't speak very good English. He just kept getting mad at me. I didn't know what he was mad about. So eventually, I told him to fuck off and go somewhere else because he's holding up the exit line, you know. And I dealt with that, like, you know, I, I was pissed off. I should have told him to go fuck off, but I was getting real tired of shit. So I told her, I, I, I was just like, get, get out, get out of my line. Cause I freaking was like, other people wanted to go see more of the zoo and they're there. And it's like in Ohio, that's like one of the most interesting things you can go do <laughs> like at the zoo, like, in right. Ohio, like, you know, that's close and like affordable. So people want to go see some animals and 
I, I enjoyed driving the train most part. It was fun, you know, learn to have fun with it. But it's it gets stressful because you deal with like over 10,000 people a day and some of them are going to be dicks and some of them are out to just ruin your day and <laughs> some of them are just not having a good day or will ever have a good day in their life. And they'll sit there. You want people to be like trying to belittle belittle you and they'll get on the ride but they'll be little it's like this isn't a real train because i always played it uh i'm like yep i'm a train driver you know real real just let it go to my head like real quick but i was having fun with this so i was trying to like en- engage with people but some people just don't want to be engaged with so you know right. the more you kind of learn to pick between the people the better of a time you're gonna have doing something like that but you gotta like like, I, I didn't really get pissed off that much at people. If I was pissed off, I was just quiet. I didn't say – I tried my best to not say something that I was going to regret because it's a very customer service-related job. So it's better sometimes to say nothing and walk away. But sometimes you can't walk away. Sometimes you got to tell a bitch to shut the fuck up and move. <laughs> then he went and complained about me to someone else. But <laughs> she, she was like a 17 year old. I was like, ooh, because she like she saw that I had a freaking bad interaction with that guy, and then she was like, oh, was there anything I can help you with? Then he started projecting his shit onto her. I was like, yeah, you should have just let him go. <laughs> That's why I yelled at him. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, uh, but... speaking of which, while I'm on the topic, when we went to Florida this year, we also got to meet uh, my little sister's girlfriend and her family. And let me tell oh, you, wow. that. Yeah. The rich? Yeah. Damn. No, they're not rich. They're really cool people. Oh, they're, okay. You know, I, thought, they, I was about to be like, the rich? They're really cool people. We went to their house for a bit, me and Riley. We went to them like to this like little zoo slash park or roller coaster attraction and all that. It was really cool. We went out to eat with them a couple times. Like, they're really cool people, you know? And that's crazy. Actually, I can't believe you guys did that. Like, that's actually wild. It is like, wild. But you know for what? A long time to where I'm like, yeah, I'm right. All right. I always kind of shrug it off. Not in a bad way, just being like, nah, you probably won't actually do that. But the fact right. that you did is pretty cool. Like, like I'm surprised we did too. But like, they were really cool people. And I'm actually happy we got to see them and everything. Like, that was, that was a really cool interaction. So, shout out to them, you know? Yeah, really cool people. Wild. Yeah, while we were with them at that zoo slash park, uh, we kind of lost my sister for a moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna make a joke, but it's not it's not appropriate. Heard her girlfriend went on this roller coaster, and we were like, "Are they done on the roller coaster yet?" And I went back to check, and they didn't come out for like ten minutes. I was like, "Uh," and I scattered, and I started talking to employees <laughs> like, "We haven't seen anyone. We haven't seen anyone." Turns out there was a shift change mid roller coaster, so no one's seen them, and I didn't know yeah. that. And they were that on happens camera. a lot too. Apparently, yeah. the cameras that were facing them, I guess they were just short enough to blend in, and you couldn't see them at all on the cameras. Mm-hmm. So, we went through all the camera footage, all of it, and I was like, "Oh!" So I walked up and down the line, up and down the line, trying to find them, and they were taking me backstage around the roller coaster and everything. I was like, "Fuck! Fuck! Fuck!" Here they are, just getting on the roller coaster. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> and I walked to get off, and I'd go all the way back out the line and go all the way back around and come get up. I was like, where were you guys? You guys going twice? They're like, no. The line was just long. I was yeah, like, long, long lines, when, man. When? Like, well, the line started. You would walk through this tunnel, and that's where the line started. So you couldn't see the line anyway. You couldn't see the line. And it jig-jagged through everywhere, so you couldn't see up ahead the line either. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I lost my sibling and her girlfriend <laughs> at a park. <laughs> 
all the yeah, different thank states. God, thank God they're okay and no one was hurt or harmed. And right. It sounds like the employees so went out of their way to help you, too. So they that's did. good. They did. Thank good God. Oh my God. I was panicking so hard. I was texting my dad. I was like, I think I lost Riley. They're like, what? Because they weren't with us. Dad and Lisa were off at the beach having their own time when we were with, you know, her, uh, Riley's girlfriend's parents, spending time with them for a moment. So that way, Dad and Lisa can have like a little date or whatever. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet it's into you lose your sister and her girlfriend. And then it's like, all right, well, shit. <laughs> I should have Privileges revoked. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember, man, like, I used to like, I, the only time I was ever kind of happy to wait in a line was when I rode Magnum. Magnum was kind of a rough ride, but it, it was fun. I had a good time. But, like, it, it was, you got this dinky little lap bar and a seatbelt, and it's like 240 feet, like, of a of a first drop. It's like, and it's it's rough. It's one of the older roller coasters there. And it's like, you go down the hill. And it's a pretty steep drop. Like you feel like you're standing up, and you feel like you're gonna like flip over, but you don't. But yeah, do because you feel like you're standing up, and it's just like straight down. All right, and it's rough. It's whipping you around. You're freaking like oh, oh god, constantly on it all the time. But it's fun. You're having fun, so you deal with it. I got off, and I I went. We went and immediately got in line for the Maverick, which is a launch coaster. So the ride starts immediately because it launches you up that first drop. And the whole ride there, you're constant. The whole line, you're constantly just watching people plummet into an abyss where you can't see where they go until they come back around. So that's making me nervous the whole time. And then it's like halfway through the line, I'm like, oh man, my ribs really hurt me right now. Like they were like, <laughs> I thought I like bruised a rib or something, but it, it went away. Like it, it went away after that. But I was glad to have that recovery time in the line that made the wait. Not right. so bad. And then we got on it. That was like one of my favorite rides there. And it's just like it just—it's got a ninety-five degree drop where it goes over and it goes back in, and it's a hell of a feeling when you're going that fast up that hill, then you go back over, and it, it's a—that's a feeling, man. That coaster goes so fast, then it stops in a little like barn shed, and then it like you hear it start revving up, and it just. It whips you out of there, and you're just like, oh, up, down, side to side. You're upside down. You're just like, oh man, this is wild. It's great. What a great ride. Um, so I got a few. I got a, I got a small topic we could talk about here, and after this topic here, we'll wrap it up. Um, how excited are you for the new Spider-Man Two game? Um, yeah, um, I, I'll play it. So, Caitlin pre-ordered it for me, and I've been reading all these articles that pop up about it and everything. So, you're going to be able to play as Miles, obviously. You're going to be able to play as Peter Parker and his black symbiote suit and all that. That's but guess, cool. guess what the rumor is that's going around? Because an, uh, an actor accidentally said this, and they're not sure if it was confirmed to be true or not. No one's known for sure if it's going to be confirmed, confirmed true or not. But the actor accidentally rumored during an interview that you'd be able to play as venom for a time a time mm. period in spider-man and i am so excited i'm so happy i hope that it was not just him accidentally saying something out of his ass i hope it's a true statement i really hope we get to because i have been dying to play as a venom character in a spider-man game 
Yeah, I mean, that sounds, like, exciting if you're, like, a really hardcore Spider-Man fan. I really like The Amazing Spider-Man, and I like Miles Morales. I thought, the, um, you know, the Sinister Six was, like, they, they were really great in the game, and they did a great job balancing them all out to where you're, like, fighting two at once, just being like, oh, what the hell is happening? I don't know, and it felt like a fight in the movie. And it right. really does feel like, you know, they nailed the web swinging. You, I feel, you feel like really this good new- when you, like, travel – stuff they're, they're I feel good like, it's not as hardcore about it as you i feel like this new spider-man 2 will definitely nail it yeah it, it's i haven't looked up much about it but if it's anything like the first one yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have a good time with it i don't know when i'll get around to playing it though because i have so many things i want to play that i haven't like finished yet i still haven't finished resident evil 4 I started recording. I recorded a little bit of that game, but I was so hammered. I rewatched those parts back. I was like, "Yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna scrap those and start over because those are." Dude. I don't want to post those. Oh no! Are you saying, "Oh no"? No. What? What? I think my car battery just died. Oh no! What? Tune in next week when we find out if Nathan lives. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, that's all right. That's... <laughs> we'll wrap it up here and I'll have my dad come and jumpstart my car. So I don't know how it died. It just randomly died. <laughs> it can't be folded though because my car still has some stuff popping up on the dash. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck me, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> man. Great content. Great content. Glad to have you on the podcast, man. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was fun. I hope you. I uh, hope you get your car jumped. I hope so too. I hope that's what it is because it was telling me my tire was flat all of a sudden and it just stopped. Do you do this podcast every week? I assume I do every Monday and every Friday. Every Monday and every Friday. Yeah, we, uh, if I work on Fridays, we try to do them on Thursdays or on Saturdays. But if I work on those two days, I, I do them on Fridays. Well, I definitely so, can't wait to run out of stories and then, like, you know, tell the same one again. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was good to have you on the podcast. Was there anything else you wanted to add in? Uh, You know, um, check out my YouTube channel, The Not Famous YouTuber, if you're interested. And, uh, you know, watching someone be bad at video games because I fail a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember, we always hope that you progress in life. Absolutely. I'm Nate. (laughs) I'm Jacob. Or Jake, whatever. World's off the tongue easier. (laughs) And thank you for tuning in for Story of Our Lives, Episode 8. Until next time, see you soon. Also, we hope you progress in life. Absolutely.